This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse Hello and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host, Vanessa, and I'm really happy to be here, and I'm talking all about the next part in our 10-part series of the Action for Happiness 10 Keys to Happiness. So before I get into all of that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offices in Hamilton, Tokoroa and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress South and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. If you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health and you think, hey, that sounds like something that would be really helpful for myself or for someone else, stick around. Um, I do play that ad again at the end of the show, so you'd be able to grab all those contact details and get hold of us. So, as I was saying, action for happiness, 10 keys to happiness. Uh, so what, um, if you haven't been listening to Fighting Stigma Show before and you just stumbled across us, or maybe you haven't been listening in the last couple of weeks, so you haven't heard the rest of the series so far, uh, what Action for Happiness is, is an online group of people. So as they say on their website, which you can find at actionforhappiness.org. So action for happiness is all one word and the four is the word F-O-R. So action, F-O-R, happiness.org. And as they say on the website to describe themselves, we are a movement of people taking action to create a happier and kinder world together. Action for Happiness brings people together and provides practical resources. We help each other learn evidence-based skills for happier living, feel a sense of belonging and commit to personal action to create more happiness for ourselves and for others. And they have 363,103 members from 191 countries. And 
I normally on Fighting Sigma, what I'm sharing is they have once a month, they have an uh, action calendar, a happiness calendar. And so for the next, the following month, they have each day, they have a suggestion for an action you could take that might bring a little bit of happiness or kindness or whatever it is to your life. And it's every month has a theme. And so I, I really like them because quite often we get really swamped with life and our self-care goes out the window a little and sometimes we're like just the minutiae of life like things just take so much brain energy and like so much physical energy that we can't actually focus on anything else and I really like the calendars because they give us a little ideas of things that we could try out each day and we may not you don't have to do all of them they're all just suggestions but I find that those little suggestions are really really great but what I'm doing at the moment, so today is episode 5 out of 10 uh, for the Action for Happiness, 10 Keys to Happier Living. So as they say, everyone's path to happiness is different, but based on the latest research, we have identified 10 keys that tend to make life happier and more fulfilling. Together, they spell great dream, and you can explore them on the website. So I've been going through one each week so far. So, so far, we've done giving. So do kind things for others, relating, connect with people, exercising, take care of your body. And last week was awareness, live life mindfully. And this week we're doing trying out, keep learning new things. So this is part five of the 10 part series of 10 keys to happier living. So let's jump right in. So trying out, keep learning new things. Fuel for fun, fulfillment, confidence, and creativity. Being open to new experiences and learning fuels our well-being, boosts our confidence and our creativity, and can be fulfilling, whatever our age. Learning is not just for school, but for life. In fact, evidence shows that continuing to learn even later in life can help us feel good and function well. It doesn't mean gaining more qualifications. There are lots of ways to get involved in informal learning of topics or skills that we're curious or passionate about, whether that's in person in our community, at work or online. It can be learning more about an area we're already interested in, honing our skills through a hobby, or exploring something completely new. There is always something new that we can try and learn. Exploring learning and happiness. Trying new things and learning can be can have a positive impact on how happy we feel in a range of different ways. In the short term, it can be pleasurable, simply enjoying, simply enjoyable and fun, engaging our curiosity or sparking our interest. It can help us build connections with others with shared interests from different corners of our com- local community or online. In the longer term, it can be a source of meaning and fulfillment, boosting our confidence and helping us develop and fulfill our potential. It's also associated with more satisfaction in life, a greater sense of purpose, and with hope. Human beings have a core psychological need for mastery. It's integral to our well-being. It means feeling a sense of competence, using and developing our skills and capabilities. Exploring our environment, having having new experiences, or encountering new perspectives can fuel our own ability to think creativity and problem-solve which can feel good and build our resilience in the face of challenges. New experiences and learning throughout life, from early childhood to old age, generates new brain cells and new neural connections, strengthening our brain. Whilst this may be slower as we get older, it still continues and is associated with happier, healthier old age. So 
if you've been listening to the others in this series, you'll know that every now and then they have a reflection point. So it's a question. So something for you to think about. So this is the first reflection point and try it out. Um, so trying out. Uh, what is something new you've tried or learnt recently? What's something new you can try or learn this week? Because it would be really great to open ourselves up to new learning. Maybe it's just learning a new recipe to try out. Maybe it's learning uh, a new exercise. Maybe it's trying to find a different way to walk to work or school. It can be anything. Okay, next section is mindsets. Learning something new can feel challenging as we can feel ineffective and, of course, make mistakes. That's a normal part of the learning process. It's through sticking with it that we gradually build our capability, our confidence and our resilience and find pleasure and fulfillment in our expanding and expanding our horizons. The, the psychologist Carol Duick, I apologize for this pronunciation, so Carol Duick, so D-W-E-C-K, and her colleagues found that the mindset we adapt, adopt towards learning something new has a significant effect on how much we persist in our efforts and therefore how much we learn. Well, that really makes sense, doesn't it? Like what your attitude to it is like if you go into it, like I'm, I'm really looking forward to learning this. I'm going to put some effort in. I'm, I'm, it's going to be a great thing to actually learn something new. You're going to be willing to keep trying, right? When it's not working or you're making mistakes or it's hard to learn. Whereas if you're, thought process is oh god I hate learning new things they're making me do this I don't want to do this you can, it's going to be a lot easier to give up a lot earlier isn't it so as I said the mindset we adopt towards learning something new has a significant effect on how much we persist in our efforts and therefore how much we learn at any age or stage we are if we expect ourselves to get it all right the first time and those of us that have perfectionist streaks, um, I feel you because I know that this is kind of how our mindset is quite often. So if you expect ourselves to get it right, get it all right the first time or even the second or third or fourth time, we can feel embarrassed, ashamed or annoyed when we mess up. So we just give up. It's known as having a fixed mindset towards what we are trying. Whereas if we adopt a growth mindset, we recognize that mistakes and struggles are part of the process of learning something new, and we're more likely to keep trying and to improve. So for example, instead of saying to ourselves, I'm no good at this, we can add yet. So I'm no good at this yet. And that is a simple change that can make all of the difference. So maybe try that next time you're trying to learn something new, if you're finding it's a bit of a struggle. I'm not good at this yet. So they've got an activity option here. So next time you are frustrated trying to do or learn something new, try repeating to yourself, I'm learning, so I'm not good at this yet, but I can improve. And just say that to you multiple times and see if you notice a difference. And also, I think it would be really great going into when you're going to learn something, check your thought process then, check your mindset as you're going into it. Because I don't know about you, but quite often I don't notice my mindset as I'm doing something, I may notice it when it's not going well, because uh, I've kind of tried to train myself to notice my negative internal thoughts. I miss them quite often, but I regularly, a lot more regularly than I used to, I notice them. But maybe going into the learning process, check and see if you can actually have a growth mindset at that point. So you're actually thinking about, hey, I'm learning, it's going to take some time, I'm really looking forward to the learning process itself, and see if you can help that, if that makes a difference as well. The next section is find your flow. 
we don't always get to choose the work we do and, and or we may not find it fulfilling or we may not be doing paid work. However, all of us can find a hobby we love. Our hobbies are a great way of pursuing what naturally interests us and engages us and that's good for our well-being. Our hobbies can be a source of pleasure and a great way to learn, build competence and competence and confidence and connect with others who share our passion. They can also be a short source of flow. So flow is an active state made popular by a psychologist whose name I am not going to attempt to say, uh, but if you look on the Action for Happiness website and look under trying out, you'll be able to uh, find out, read it. Um, so it has been shown to have benefits for our happiness and well-being. Different to passive relaxation, it's a deep focus on an absorption in something that we are doing, such as such that we lose a sense of time and what's going on around us, and our mind doesn't wander to worries. In the flow state, typically, our level of skill is just matched to what we are doing, so that it's challenging, but not stressful, So and not so easy that we switch off from the task at hand. So some top tips for finding flow. Find a regular time to get engaged in a hobby that takes some skill. For example, it could be drawing, music, sport, mending or making things. Minimise the distractions and get stuck in. Try going just beyond your comfort zone on something that you are curious about or interested in. Finding your flow could just be a path through which you find fulfilment. And the reflection point here is, what's a hobby you'd love to try? What could you be trying? So when could you be trying it out? Because that's the thing, isn't it? Is that we have to make time for these things because so often we, like hobbies and self-care and things like that, they don't get put at the top priority of our time, right? And so it's actually making sure we make some time for the, doing those things and give ourselves enough time to get to the flow point, I think is really important as well. Like there's no point saying, I'm going to give myself 10 minutes to do this because that might be enough to start getting to the flow point, but I don't imagine be enough time to be in the flow point such that you notice a real difference. So yeah. The next section is called Get Curious and Creative. Curiosity is associated with happiness and fulfillment. Curious people may even live longer. It's a foundation for learning, keeping our mind engaged and active, and helping us explore new ideas, places, and activities. It can lead us to find our interests, hobbies, and passions, and help us understand and connect with others. It's fuel for creative thinking too. Cultivating our curiosity can help us think and act more flexibly and stretch our familiar boundaries, which can boost our resilience. It's often easy and comfortable to stick to what we know, and our human brain likes certainty. That way, it knows what to do and what's safe. So when we try something new, it's natural to be weary and for it to feel scary or uncomfortable or both. So with curiosity, you can start small. Perhaps get curious about a new type of food, try a different route for a journey you're making regularly, or listen to a different music or news or music channel or station. We may, or you could just try it, like listening to Free FM, you could just try listening to some of the, one of the many different shows they have, because there's a lot of different topics that they get covered on Free FM 89.0. It's fantastic. We may not always like what we're trying at first, but we can use curiosity to help us. Asking what, why, how, where, and who are good words to kickstart being curious. For example, if it's a new food, how is it made or grown? Where does it originate from? How, how is it usually served or eaten? 
How would you describe the smell, texture, and taste? What does it remind you of? There are also apps we can use to help us explore the world around us, such as identifying plants, bird sounds, and the stars in the sky. It can often help, and it can be a creative exercise, to approach something new with playful, fresh eyes, for example, asking yourself, how would a child look or approach this? Or what would someone from a different culture or even planet see? And so there's an activity here. Try noticing something new. On a journey you take regularly, perhaps to work, college, or to the shops, find three things that spark your interest that you haven't noticed before. What can you find to be curious about these? And that's the end of what Action for Happiness has for the part five of their 10-part series of 10 Keys to Happier Living with trying it out or trying out. Uh, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to play a song for you. And what I want, have a think about while you're listening to this gorgeous song from Sound the Ocean, have a think about what is something you could try out? What is there something you've been recently learning that you want to look into more? Is there something that maybe you had a hobby when you were younger and you haven't looked at it for a while? Is there an area in where you live that you haven't actually gone to have a look at? It's Maybe it's thinking about that, whether it's a hobby or it's an activity or it's something you want to try out, or is it just do you want to get curious? Like do you want to cultivate that curiosity and grow that sense of like learning a new self? So yeah, so have a think about all of that while you have a listen to Spring by Sound the Ocean here on the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM 89.0.
welcome back to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. I'm your host, Vanessa, and today I was talking all about trying out, which is part five of the 10-part series from Action for Happiness, 10 Keys to Happier Living. So did you have a chance to have a think about like what might you get up to? What might you try out? What might you get curious about in the next little while? Um, I think it can be really great to have that thought process, especially, I don't know about you, depending on where or when you're listening to the show, that uh, I know for myself, trying to find things, occupy myself while I'm inside, because the weather, the Waikato has been very bad lately, though I have to say um, it's been quite sunny so far today. Uh, it's like, so... And, but it's not super cold, which so it's not winter because it's like late spring and it's just been really rainy weather, stormy. And so I've the things I normally do are not what I felt like doing when it's raining outside. So I was having to get a little bit curious about some different things I could try out. So it's been good. But one of the things that so often we do need to get curious about and make some plans for is if we're having a really hard time and we need someone to talk to and we need someone to give us a few words of wisdom or just a really solid listening ear and just, you know, acknowledge what we're going through. Uh, it can be really important to make sure we know who to reach out to. Uh, and it might be that you don't have anyone in your personal life uh, that you can reach out to right now. So what I do now is a series of support lines so that if you really need someone to talk to about your mental health, you know who you can ring. Grab a pen and paper and write some of these down. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now that's pretty much what it's called, so need to talk. 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text. 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a crisis assessment team, they're part of the community mental health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800-543-354. And they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around like the, um, with John Kewin. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111 now they're there they're, if you just have someone you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from eight AM in the morning to midnight. And they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. 
Now, the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line. It's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family, and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line. It's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health, and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body, you don't know what's happening. You're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whānau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508 And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, So the outline, their number is 0800 688 5463. Now don't stress if you missed any of those contact details or any of those support lines. I do play that series of support lines at the end of every single show of Fighting Stigma. So come back and listen to us again next Thursday at midday on Fighting Stigma on Free FM 89.0. Or you can catch us on um, the Free FM website, which is freefm.org.nz. Or you can listen to us through accessmedia.org. Or we're on Spotify, which makes me feel like a real proper DJ. Uh, or just check where your pod- you get podcasts from. So I know that there are available, uh, Fighting Stigma is available on Apple Podcasts, but just check your podcast player and see if you can find Fighting Stigma. And then you can, every at the end of every show, you can grab those contact details for those support lines. But hopefully I've given you a few ideas of things you can try out and get curious about in the next week or so. But that's all we've got time for today. So from us all here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.